There were four calls for overdoses, drug overdoses, in the downtown over the weekend. There is raised concern that uh, there is there are street drugs right now that are putting people into um, overdoses and comas and uh, quite frequently death. Karen McDonald is the lead for Toronto's drug checking service at St. Michael's Hospital and joins us. Good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm okay. How out of the ordinary or aberrant is four OD calls in the weekend? Because I thought we were, you know, that that sounded like an average weekend. Yeah. So to be honest, that's actually not super unusual, um, sadly. And and it wasn't clear from that report that was released whether those were overdose fatalities or not. Um, But I know like, you know, I think it was just the week before last where Toronto Paramedic Services actually said that there were five fatal overdoses that occurred in two days uh, in Toronto, which is much higher than usual. Generally, we're seeing about, you know, one and a half, 1.6 fatal overdoses a day in Toronto. Um, um, so that's much higher. So so if those were fatalities, that is certainly higher than usual. It was just unclear from the release. Now, I quite casually read your title, but I need to dig into this. Lead for Toronto's drug checking service. How does that work? Do people come to the hospital and bring you street drugs and ask you to test for them? Yeah, so we we offer our service um, at five community health agencies in Toronto that offer supervised consumption. Uh, so essentially, if someone you know wishes to have their drug checked, it's a free and anonymous service. They can bring a very small amount of their drug or equipment after they've used a drug, like a cooker or a filter or whatever, to one of the five community health agencies where it's collected. We then have a bike courier that bikes around to the sites five days per week, picks up all of the samples, brings them to one one of two clinical laboratories in Toronto, either at St. Mike's or CAMH, uh, where the samples are analyzed to determine, you know, exactly which drugs are present in them, as well as varying degrees of information about how much drug of a drug is present. And then that gets reported back to the site that collected the sample and communicated back to the service user, along with, you know, tailored strategies to reduce harm. Um, and our turnaround times are about a business day. So it takes about yeah. a business day for all of that to occur. Then we get into issues of sort of uh, not necessarily morality, but I'm sure you must run up against people who disagree with this sort of thing. And I wonder philosophically how you explain the idea of running a drug checking service that is sort of on a par with the way we test for, for water quality. Yeah, so I think it really depends. I mean, thankfully, we haven't received a lot of pushback about our service. Um, maybe if drug checking became more accessible ac- across the province, folks would would feel more strongly. But at present, we are the only project. Um, but really, what I think would it's it's important for for people to understand that you know we're not we're not offering quality control. What we are doing is trying to reduce the harms associated with substance use. The reality is that folks who are using opioids, in particular, have no idea what drugs they are using they you know they they are purchasing fentanyl for example they are getting fentanyl but they have no idea how much fentanyl they're getting um, which makes it essentially impossible to avoid overdose and also fentanyl samples are highly contaminated with many other drugs that also contribute to overdose and those are being used unknowingly to the person who uses drugs so really all we are doing is providing people with information so that they can avoid harms and and hopefully death um, and, and it's it's a health service And I hope that folks are able to see that that's just what it is. And uh, do you do you then warn people? I mean, I guess what I'm curious about here is 
you know, where bad stock comes from, because people would assume that that uh, people who get an overdose or die just took too much of the drug they were already using. But in some cases, you know, a new stock arrives and it's much deadlier, much more potent. Yeah, so new new drugs are certainly popping up in the unregulated opioid supply all of the time. Um, and that really makes it, you know, impossible for people to to be using safely because they, they honestly ultimately have very little idea what it is that they're using just because the supply is so contaminated. Um, where those drugs are coming from, I can't speak to, but but this really is just the reality of an unregulated supply, right? There are no, you know, there are no there's no dosing information that's that's published on the drug that is purchased. There are no, there's no ingredients list that is published. Um, and so that's really just the reality of, of, of a drug supply that's un, unregulated. Thank you for this. No problem. Karen McDonald at St. Michael's Hospital. And I just did the quick math, incidentally. She said it breaks down to 1.6 people a day who die as a result of drug overdoses. That's 584 a year. And yet I guess there's just always, you know, a new supply of people who become addicted to drugs. And so this is a, you know, a population that never actually shrinks. 